Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Happy Monday, you guys, and welcome back to another episode on the Talk Healthy to Me podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I am your host, Brinley Joyner. Sometimes I do have my husband on as a co-host, Lucas, but today this is just gonna be a solo episode. I created this podcast to just have conversations about all things health, whether it's exercise and fitness or food and wellness or relationships or business, I just think we can always be striving to step into the healthiest version of ourselves in all areas of our life. And that's really what this podcast was made to be. These are the conversations that I actually have with my husband or my friends or my parents or whoever over dinner or just really in life. And they spark little ideas on conversations I can have with you guys here more in depth and break down topics that I'm thinking about or I'm working on or things that are relevant in my life. So today's episode is one of those things and it's something I've been really thinking about for a while. I've had a lot of change in my life over the past couple of years and I feel like right now this version of me is the healthiest and happiest and most alive version of me that I have been my entire life, which is a good thing because it's the current version of me. But I think there is so much beauty and so much to learn when you reflect on past versions of yourself. And that's something I've been kind of focusing on lately. Just when I go on walks or even in conversations, being back in a town that I went to high school in and everything, it brings up a lot of reflection sometimes. And I don't know, that's just been kind of on my mind in the past couple of months of who I used to be, friends I used to have, things I used to do, and what I've really learned from it. And it's helped me understand why I am the way I am today. And I think it's just a really cool conversation to have with you guys and then maybe intrigue you guys and get you thinking about past versions of yourself so you can also do that reflection. So that's what I wanna share today. Today's episode, like you saw on the title of it, it's gonna be outgrowing former versions of yourself and evolving into new versions of you. I know that I am not the same person I was five years ago three years ago, two years ago, six months ago, or even honestly like one month ago. I feel like I'm constantly evolving and constantly growing and I have to constantly reintroduce myself with each version of me that comes. And I think that might be kind of a hard thing to grasp sometimes. It's honestly a bit scary to know that you're a human that's always going to be growing and always going to be evolving because we feel safe when we finally think we know who we are and then maybe something happens or maybe we read something or experience something that pushes us or invites us into a new version of ourselves. And I think right now at 25, I'm just starting to grasp that that will always be a thing until the last day of my life on this earth I will be constantly growing and becoming a different version of me. And so will you. So that's kind of what sparked this conversation. I want you guys to think about, have you ever heard the phrase, never change? It's just a cute, simple phrase. I actually know that I've said it. I think maybe in high school, I had it as one of my Instagram captions or something that was like, never change. And... At first, it seems like a very innocent, fun, sweet phrase, and I do think there's a little truth in it, which we'll get into, but I want to break down that phrase and just ask the question, why is that a thing? Why is that phrase a thing? Why would anybody tell you to never change? The little truth that I do agree with to that phrase is that I think there is a duality of staying true to your essence, staying true to your heart, maybe your morals, who you really are deep down, staying true to that person, 
but also allowing yourself to change and grow and evolve and make mistakes and have life experiences because I think you can do both. I think there's a sweet spot where you can stay true to your essence, but then also be in a constant state of open-mindedness and growing and evolving. I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. And when I'm talking about your true essence, your heart, staying true to those things, my best way to describe it is when I think of maybe my six or seven-year-old self, the farthest back that I can think when I still have a little bit of memory, who is that girl? Or if you're a guy listening, who is that guy? And I remember characteristics of myself. I was curious. I was happy. I was inviting to people. I loved having friends over. I loved exploring. I loved creativity. I loved really any type of thing that I could get my hands on to do with artwork. I loved drawing, playing with Play-Doh. I loved being in nature. My favorite thing was going camping with my dad and camping in a tent and being on the water. I loved looking for shells and I loved swimming with my grandma at the beach. And there's so many little characteristics and things I can look back on and I can say like those things are still me. That's still my essence. That's still who I am. And I think especially staying true to just what your heart is. Like from a young age, I was super inviting of everybody. I looked at all the other little girls and boys at school and I just wanted to be all of their friends. I remember just being so happy about the small things all the time, like growing up, going to the beach a lot, just swimming in the waves and seeing the sunshine and everything. All that stuff was like the best day ever for me. And I think all those little characteristics and all those little things deep inside me are still who I am. But obviously, as I go through different seasons of life, I change some of my mindset change, some of my opinions change, how I dress changes, who I hang out with changes, all of that. So I think that's that duality that I'm talking about. So on this topic, I wanna speak first to the people that maybe have involuntarily grown or moved on from past versions of themselves. And maybe that's you and you're reminiscing and looking back on the past in a sad way. Um, Just sad that that's not your reality anymore. You're missing who you used to be. You're missing the friends you used to hang out with, the person you used to date, the school you used to go to, what your everyday looked like. Maybe it was the place you lived or what your personality was like or what you looked like, stuff like that. And then I also want to speak to the people that are wanting and choosing to make changes to evolve into a new version of themselves right now. So one side is it kind of happened to you. Maybe life experiences happened or you just grew up and you changed involuntarily. And then the other side is you're at a stage where you just feel like the urge and the inkling and you just want change and you want to evolve right now. Maybe you feel stuck. I like to think of that feeling as like being in a chair and seeing all this stuff happening in front of you, fun and newness and exciting experiences. And you're in a seatbelt in this chair and you're just itching to grow and go out there and go into the world and experience stuff. So if you're on one of those sides right now, I'm going to talk to both And I think I have a lot of insight on both of those because I know I've been in both of those situations before. I know I've been the person that is reminiscing on the past and so sad that it's not my reality anymore. And I know I've been the person that has been so desperate for change and so desperate to just become a better version of myself because I knew God was calling me to that and I knew that there was just more for me out there. So let's first talk about the involuntary change. I'll give some examples and stories of my own life first of how I experienced this phase of my life. So I loved high school. High school was my place. That's where I felt like I was truly thriving. I loved my friends. I loved the school I went to. I was on the cheer team. One of the biggest changes of my life, and I'm sure a lot of your life too, is when you graduate high school, 
everything changes. Whether you go to college or you go into a job or you travel, everything is so extremely different and you really are forced into becoming this new version of yourself because you go from being in a strict routine of going to classes and teachers telling you what to do and coaches telling you what to do and seeing your exact same friends every single day and having this exact routine down in your small town or wherever you are in high school to a lot of freedom and a lot of change and maybe all of your friends go to different colleges and you move away from your family and you take on all of these responsibilities and you're in a new city and everything is so different and for some people that's exciting and that's awesome and fun and then for some people that is the scariest thing ever well I know for me as I grew up I found myself longing to be back in high school sometimes which is so silly to say especially now because it's so long ago but sometimes even today when I pass by my high school when I drive by it all of these memories flood back into my brain and I reminisce for a second and I like have a little a little bit of sadness because I miss it. It was such a sweet and fun and hilarious and awesome time for me. I'll find myself missing just how easy everything was and how I had no responsibilities, no bills to pay. Also with friendships, how easy it was to maintain friendships because I mean, you saw each other every single day. You talked every single day. You were sitting next to a next to them in a desk you were eating lunch together every single day you were at practice for cheer practice every single day and friendships were just so easy like you didn't have to put in a lot of effort that's one thing that I found myself missing a lot I also found myself missing my athleticism I guess in cheer going to practice every single day our seventh period in high school we had to run three miles pretty much every single day and then we would weight train we would condition we would practice our routines obviously but I found myself missing the hustle of that and always being told what to do by a coach which in the moment maybe I hated it sometimes but I found myself missing that because now kind of on my own with workouts like I am my own coach I have to be the one that that motivates me and tells me to do it or else I won't another thing that I found myself really reminiscing on in sadness was when I went on the world race best time of my life and of course in all these like there were hardships there's things I went through in all these good times like any time in your life but once I got back from the world race oh my gosh it was so hard to live in America after that and I found myself just wanting to be back in my tiny bunk bed in Thailand and wanting to be in a country with all these new experiences going on and the food and riding my bike to work there and serving and it can be really hard in those transition phases when you come out of one phase and you're going into the next it's such a vulnerable time because your mind was so used to that routine and those people and everything and then all of a sudden you're just boom in another environment so I know what it's like to look back on different versions of your life and miss that and it sucks and I know what it's like to like sit in that and go down a rabbit hole of just wanting that back so bad that you're like how could the future ever be better and if that's you something that's helped me in my mindset with that is it is such a blessing to have all these golden beautiful memories that I can look back on and tell stories from and tell my kids about someday while also recognizing that it was a chapter in my life and there are so many chapters ahead and there's a chapter that's being written right now that are equally beautiful even though they're different and just trying to focus on and find the golden beautiful moments in the now and also what I'm looking forward to in the future to pull myself out of the reminiscing on the past because think about Okay, think about a time in your past that you look back on now and you're reminiscing and you're sad and you miss it. 
It's easy to remember all of the perfect and good parts of that time. Maybe think about a relationship because this is what I can compare it to the most. Think about maybe a relationship, you guys are broken up now, but when you look back on it, if you're sad, it's probably because you're remembering all the good and perfect things and your mind just kind of blocks out the negative parts of it. So maybe in reality, during that present moment in that relationship, there was a lot of times when you were sad and you were mad and you were crying and things upset you, but there was also a lot of good moments too. And now fast forward, it's like your brain wants to hyper-focus on the good moments and just forget about all the bad. And I don't know why it does that. I wish I knew the science behind that, but it's so true. So you have to remember that not every past memory is actually this perfect thing that you really actually truly want to be back in because there were hard times in that too. And sometimes your brain just has a way of tricking you into thinking everything was perfect, but you have to look back and remember like, wait, no, there was actually a lot of sadness in that too. That's another just little side tangent, side tip that helps me be in the present moment is knowing that right now in the present moment, if I'm having some off days or some sad times or whatever, I had those in the past too. My brain just doesn't like to remind me of them. My brain likes to remind me of the good times. Yeah, so that's a little bit of my experience of that first scenario of involuntarily changing and missing the past. I would say my best tip for if that's also you and you're in that season right now of missing the past, fill your day up with gratitude. Gratitude does so much for your present moment. It grounds you and it makes you aware of all the little blessings around you. And I know people talk about gratitude all the time and maybe you're thinking like yeah but that just like that's such a silly little thing it doesn't really help me maybe it doesn't help you right now right now today this morning whatever if you wrote down three things but if you do it day after day after day of writing down three things you're grateful for and also going about your day looking for things to be grateful for I promise you over time it will change your everyday life because when you're full of gratitude and you're looking for things that you're grateful for it pushes away negative thoughts and it pushes away the inclination to complain or focus on the things that you don't have or that you miss or that you wish you had right now. Like those things diminish and get so, so small and small and small until finally you just don't even think about them anymore because you're so full of gratitude and you're just, your mind is just consumed by the things that actually make you happy and that you're really lucky and happy to have in your day. So for example, Maybe you saw an old picture of yourself and you're like, dang, I miss the way that I used to look. Maybe it's you miss how your hair used to look or your body or your face or maybe it's the people you were with in that picture. You miss that instantly. I want you to just switch your mindset and focus on something right now in this present moment that you're actually grateful for that you don't want to miss someday. I know for me, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't want to take for granted or miss the younger puppy days of my dog. I mean, given he's a year and a half right now, but that's still puppy to me. And I know someday when he's like 10 years old, I'm going to miss this so much. But how often do I sit and really focus on that and just like have so much gratitude for that? No, I just kind of take it for granted right now. So if you can find things that you maybe overlook or don't realize and just focus on those things, I promise it will make your present moment feel like gold. Because what if everything that you took for granted right now and everything that you just looked over was going to be something that you had this heartache over in the future because you're missing it so much? Wouldn't that help you to recognize those things and to celebrate those things right now a little bit more. I don't know. It's just a little challenge that helps me and grounds me and puts me in a good perspective for the present moment. At the end of the day, it is a beautiful gift, but like any gift in life, it can become a curse if it takes you away from the present moment and your daily life. So don't let those beautiful memories be a sad, nostalgic thing. 
let it be something that you look back on and smile and think like, wow, I lived that back then and that was awesome and beautiful and I learned so much from that and that's made me who I am today. But right now where I am today is also just as beautiful. It's just a different season. Another thing I want to touch on is when you involuntarily change, you're going to leave some things behind and that might be people, that might be places, that might be your style, a mindset, a city, an apartment that you loved. But when you grow, you will be leaving something behind. And that can be really tough with people, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or family. It's an extremely challenging thing on both sides. One, for the person that's leaving them, but two, for the people or the person that's being left. So I think as you evolve and change and grow, There's a way to do that with so much grace for the people that maybe you're growing apart from. I know for me in friendships, I had a radical life change at the end of high school and the friend group that I was so close to for all of high school, the direction that I was changing and growing and evolving into kind of required me to step out of that friend group at the time being and it had nothing to do with them. It had everything to do with me. And it's so hard, especially being young and naive to do that gracefully because to the people that you're leaving, it always just feels like it's about them and you're leaving them and you're choosing that. But in reality, it's that you are just actually evolving naturally into a different person and that requires you to change your environment and to change the people that you surround yourself with. So my life changed really happened for me when I started following Jesus and when I became a Christian because a lot of my mindset and my motivation for life and how to live my life kind of started to change as I got to know God more and I was just craving positivity and serving others and loving others and all this stuff and the past version of me maybe my sophomore junior year of high school it wasn't the same person that I was growing into therefore everything about my environment and my friends had to change and that's really hard to grasp like I said on both ends I think going back if I knew the knowledge that I know now about that I would have had a sit down conversation with them and assure them like me distancing myself isn't about you. There's nothing wrong with you. This is nothing personal. This is all about me. I am shifting and growing and I'm scared and I don't know what to think, but I do know that the person that I'm becoming has to leave behind some of my old ways. And I think at the time, I didn't know how to leave old ways and to leave friend groups with grace like that. I I wasn't good at communicating. And for me, I just kind of distanced myself and moved on without much conversation at all. So I think going back, if I could share some knowledge with you and share maybe some advice if you're in a situation like that, is to just over-communicate. And they might not like it. They might be really mad at you or sad at you. But if you can communicate what's going on with you in a way that doesn't offend them and assures them that there's nothing wrong with them, you're just changing and growing, I think that's the best way to do it and the most graceful way to evolve. Okay, let's move on to the people that want change, the people that are craving change, that are just wanting to evolve. They feel like they're on the brink of change and they just, they maybe don't know how to take that step into change or how to transition into change, basically. For my own personal experience on this, this season of my life happened for me my freshman year at college. I was at the University of Alabama and I was in a sorority and from the outside, my life probably looked pretty perfect. I had a bunch of friends. I had all my sorority sisters. My life probably looked really fun and awesome from the outside, but On the inside, as I went through that first year of college, something was really happening in my heart where I did not truly feel myself at that college. 
And I almost had a little guilt over it because I was like, these are the days I've dreamed of, of like being with so many friends at college and going to sorority events and going to game days at the University of Alabama and just this whole lifestyle. Like this is a moment that I looked forward to and dreamed of. And now I'm in it and I'm just unfulfilled and not happy. I had a little bit of guilt in that. And I think that guilt comes with anyone in that situation of like being in a spot and wanting to change because you have the guilt again of leaving the people that you're around, of feeling maybe not grateful for the circumstance that you're in, or maybe you feel like you don't really deserve the change that you're wanting. But basically for me, I felt really stagnant. I felt like I reached this point that I had been looking forward to this whole time and I finally got there and then it just did not meet my expectations. And overall, I think the word to describe it best was I just felt very unfulfilled. And towards the middle of my freshman year, the sorority parties and the events and the frat parties and everything that I would go to, I would literally be checking my phone nonstop of like, okay, I told myself I would go for just an hour and then I can go home. And I would just get there and instantly want to go back home. And I was like, this is so weird because in high school, I would have died to be here. Like I would be so excited to be doing this. But something inside of me had changed and transitioned. And what excited me and made me feel fulfilled was not the same as I thought it would be. And so I think that's the first step is like something inside you changes. And then you just have to carry out that change physically and change your environment and change what you do, how you live, all of that. So I think it starts inside you. It starts with an inkling or just a thought in your head or a feeling and then it's like it requires you to take action to make that change and to evolve into a different version of yourself. And so I decided to take steps towards change in the only way I really knew how. Growing up in a military family, we were moving all the time and so I decided I was going to leave. I didn't know where I was going to go, but I did not want to be there anymore. I needed to change my environment and I ended up applying to the world race and I got accepted and I left right after my freshman year for that, which ended up being the most life-changing nine months of my life. And I think really that choice right there of being at Alabama, where I thought was like the top of the top, my biggest dreams, being there and feeling unfulfilled and deciding to leave and go on the world race was like the beginning of me realizing I'm going to be in constant change the rest of my life and embracing that. And I'm so glad that I carried out that change because that change initiated all the other little changes that has made me who I am today. And so if that's you and you're at a spot where you feel unfulfilled or you feel an inclination to do something new or go somewhere new or try something new, I want to encourage you to do it because at the end of the day, if you do something and it, you realize later on, maybe it was a mistake, maybe it wasn't the right right thing to do, you can always go back. And that's the beautiful thing. You can always go back, but don't let the fear of messing up and making mistakes hold you back from trying. And on that, I just want to say mistakes and messing up and maybe going off course a little bit sometimes, those things come with growing and evolving. You can't grow and evolve without making mistakes. So if you stay too afraid to try and mess up and make mistakes, you will never grow. I like to think of every little mistake as a redirection and a learning experience for me because each little mistake that I can look back on that I made growing up has served me so well because it's shaped who I am now. And I'm really happy with that person now. And I'm sure you can say the same thing if you think back on any little mistake you made, maybe it was in middle school, high school, college, whatever age you are now, every little mistake you learned something from. And maybe it felt like the end of the world when you made that mistake. But right now, years from now, does that mistake really mean anything other than a little learning lesson to who you're becoming? So yeah, don't be afraid of mistakes. Embrace them. Allow them to happen when they happen and just do everything you can to learn from them. Pick yourself back up 
and start again. I also want to talk about if you are that person that's like ready to change, ready to grow, ready to evolve, and you're trying to take those steps right now. Maybe you started talking to your friends about it or you've said anything or just made little steps. You might feel pushback from the people around you, especially if the people around you are not in a state of growing themselves or in a state of flow themselves because your change and your growing and your becoming may threaten the people around you that are staying stagnant. Maybe they want change too and they're just not ready for it and they're refusing to step into change. So that's going to threaten them that you are brave enough to step into change. Or maybe they just don't want change and they want to stay the same right where they are. And so seeing that you want something different than them and seeing that you're going to leave them or grow away from them, that could really hurt them. And that could really get them to be defensive and want to cling on to you or to convince you to stay the same with them. And I think how to handle that, one thing you can do is invite them into the change with you. Maybe you are the person that's meant to invite them into that change and get their growth journey started, you know? For example, you want to grow into a healthier version of yourself with fitness and nutrition. So you write out a gym schedule and you start grocery shopping for healthy foods and all of this, which naturally is going to require you to not go out to eat into the bars and everything with your friends like you used to maybe or it's going to require you to say no to staying out till 4 a.m because you have to go to the gym at 6 a.m in the morning you see how it's like a cause and effect that just happens naturally and it can offend the people that maybe you used to be in that lifestyle with so what you can start doing is inviting them into that change. Say like, hey, look, I know we used to do this and that was fun and whatever. We have great, awesome memories, but I'm kind of at a place right now where I want to become someone new. I really want to feel good in my mind and in my body. And I know that there's something missing and that's exercising regularly and eating nutritious meals. And I really want to get on this little kick that's going to help me evolve into this new healthier version of me and you should do it with me come to the gym like let's do it together so I think step one is just inviting them and maybe they're totally on the board and they're like yeah that sounds awesome like I would love to do that too and then you have a friend to evolve with and that is like best case scenario but maybe they're scared of that change they're not ready for it they don't want it and that's when that pushback is going to happen and that's when you're going to feel that resistance from them and you have two choices. Either allow that resistance to stop you and keep you still and keep you staying right and put with that friend or you have the choice to make a hard decision and say like, look, I can sense there's resistance and I can sense that you don't like these changes that are happening, but this is who I want to become and this these are the steps that I'm deciding to make and I love you. You're still my friend. I'm still there for you no matter what, but I have to make some changes in my life to become who I want to become. And that's a really hard conversation. And I don't think it's until this year that I've realized that that's what really needs to happen anytime I do grow and evolve. Because like I said in the past, it was so easy to just pick up and go and just not explain myself, especially when I was just scared and nervous about the change, but choosing to do it anyways. But now I see that there's a much more graceful way to do it. And yeah, I encourage you to have that conversation if you feel resistance from friends or family members or anything. Invite them into it and then over communicate your feelings. I want to talk about if that's you and you're like, I'm ready for change. I want it. Let's do it. I want to talk about some of the first steps in how to really embrace change and just throw yourself into that change. So I think one of the best ways to embrace change 
is to keep your eyes and your heart open. No matter what kind of change you're going through, whether it's moving to a new city, meeting new friends, maybe trying out a new style, there's going to be things that discourage you. There's going to be things that you haven't experienced before. There's going to be things that maybe throw you off. You are literally inviting newness into your life. Be a constant learner. If you want to change, that means you want to grow. And if you want to grow, that means you have to be teachable and you have to have your eyes and your heart open to people and places and things teaching you new things so that you can grow. If you step into this growth journey, but you hold on to old mindsets and beliefs and habits and actions that are from a former version of you, and you don't keep an open mind to maybe being teachable or realizing that some of those things might not serve you in the life that you want anymore, then you're going to be closed off to that growth. And you're going to feel a lot of friction in your life because you're going to be like, I want change, but I'm not allowing it. So if you truly want change and you want growth, you have to be open-minded and you have to try out new things and allow people and experiences to teach you. I like to think that every single conversation and every single person that I come in contact with teaches me something. And they don't have to even know they're teaching me something. It can be in the way that they greet me and shake my hand. I learned a level of respect that they've shown me when they first meet me. Or it can be in the way I don't even have to actually come in contact with them. It can be the way they carry themselves as they walk down the street. I can recognize, you know, the beauty and the grace and the way someone carries themselves while they're walking down a street. I don't know. I just think that there's always something to learn from every single person, every single place, and every single experience, especially when I'm traveling. I try to really be in the present moment and look around my surroundings. What do I smell? What do I hear? What do I taste? What do I see? And how can I learn from those? Because they're new and they're different and they're definitely teaching me something. I just have to be open to it and recognize what it is. Also staying curious, constantly asking questions, whether it's asking other people questions or asking yourself questions When you're in a state of curiosity, you are inviting so much growth and change in because you're straight up saying like, open hands, open heart, teach me something world. (laughs) Staying curious is the easiest way to grow. Another huge tip for stepping into a season of growth is finding new community. And I want to preface it. It doesn't mean you have to like get rid of all your old friends. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. And I still have friends from high school and from former versions of me. Maybe we don't hang out as constantly as we used to, but... I'm not saying to just ditch your friends. Please don't take it as that. But I'm saying if you want to become a new person, maybe it's like you want to step into entrepreneurship. Then you want to find community that is like-minded in that way because that's how you're going to learn and grow and relate. If you're in a community and all of your friends are working a nine to five job and you're the only one that's an entrepreneur, it might be hard for you to have conversations about jobs because you can no longer relate to your other friends. Or if you're wanting to get into a healthier lifestyle with fitness, Try to find friends that will go to the gym with you because those are the friends that will hold you accountable to your goals, the ones that will motivate you and inspire you, and the ones that you can just do the things that you want to do for your growth with. I think some of the easiest ways to find that community is through community events. So one of my favorite things is workout classes, and I think this can go beyond just like becoming healthier physically because a lot of the times the people that are signing up and going to these workout classes have goals in all areas of their life. They're just positive, like driven people. A lot of the times I found. So through workout classes, I've found people that I can relate to in the fitness and health and wellness space, but also in the entrepreneurship world and maybe in the relationship world where we can go on double dates with our husbands and stuff like that. So just getting out and putting yourself into experiences in your community to try to find and meet like-minded people that you can do life with in this new season of you. Another tip for stepping into growth is to commit financially or commit with some type of accountability. 
I say financially because I know for me personally, if I sign up for a gym membership that's $100 a month, I want to get the most use out of that. I want to put use to my money, you know? So if I pay that money, I am more motivated and more committed to going. If I go and buy the organic apples instead of the unorganic apples, I'm committed to eating those apples this week because I don't want them to go to waste. And it can be simple, silly things like that, or it can be hiring a personal trainer. It can be renting an apartment that maybe is a little bit expensive. Maybe it wasn't what you were planning on doing, but since you're gonna be in a place that is a little bit out of what your original budget was, now you're extremely motivated to work hard and to grow your business so you can keep affording to live there. It can be anything, just any type of commitment that challenges you um, with accountability to keep going, to keep it up, and to keep growing in that space. One last thing I'll say on a tip is that I know I said you should get yourself into community, but I want you to also know that there might be in those transitional times seasons of loneliness, and that's totally okay. I know I went through those when transitioning out of one lifestyle into another lifestyle. I didn't have friends for a few months. Like I didn't meet anybody for a while, and I think sometimes in those lonely months is when you can grow the most and get to know yourself the most and refocus your goals and your mindset and who you want to become the most. And it might be really hard socially to get through that. But then once you find that new group of friends, you grew so much yourself that now you're ready to show up as the most authentic version of yourself and who you want to be with those new people. So I don't want you to be discouraged if you are stepping into a season of growth and you're like, okay, I'm stepping in, but I feel kind of lonely because that's normal and that's totally okay. I don't think it's smart to sit in that. I think it's smart to still go out and try to find friends and try to find community because eventually you, you need and you want that. But I don't want you to think that it's abnormal to be lonely because it's not, especially in those transitional phases or in those first couple months of really taking steps to become a different version of yourself. To wrap this up, I just want you to hear me out. Don't try to force a life that no longer fits you. Don't try to stay in one version of yourself just because that's what's safe or that's what's comfortable or that's what you're used to if you feel a calling to grow and to change. And don't allow anybody to hold you in that spot either. You are a growing human being biologically. Therefore, I think your mindset, your environment, the people you surround yourself with are meant to grow also. And if no one's there to encourage you to take steps towards growth, I wanna be that for you today. It can be in small ways. It doesn't have to be moving to a different city. It doesn't have to be switching an entire friend group. But I think by living with an open heart, living with curiosity, with gratitude, and with this desire to grow and to evolve constantly, you will become a new, beautiful version of yourself every season. And it's totally okay and awesome to reintroduce yourself constantly, whether that's every year you feel the need to reintroduce yourself or change something up, or if that's every month. I feel like the rate that I'm at right now, I'm learning and growing so much that I'm constantly having to reintroduce myself. And that is so okay. Just know that every past version of yourself was exactly where you needed to be at that time. And those experiences that you had during that time are what shaped you and made you into who you are today. And that's how it's gonna be for the rest of your life. So invite it all in, embrace change, embrace learning and growing and evolving and have fun with it. Newness is beautiful. It's not as scary as we make it out to be. And 
everyone around you is also constantly growing and evolving, whether they're choosing it or not. So I encourage you to just make it fun and be excited for it. Challenge yourself, step out, push yourself, get out of your comfort zone, meet new people, go new places, do every possible thing you can in this life that excites you and just lights up your spirit. If nobody's told you that, I'm telling you that right now and I'm cheering you on and I'm telling you, you've got this. So I wanna leave you with a little challenge before we go. I want you to list out some things about a former version of yourself. Those things can be characteristics, your environment, who your friends were, what your mindset was, what type of job you were doing. List out those things of a former version of you. And then I want you to compare and think, how have you changed since that time into who you are now in this present moment? What characteristics, environment, friends, things are different right now than they were in that past version of yourself. And I want you to write down how you feel about that. Are you happy about that? Does that change feel good? Are you on the path that you want to be on in your growth journey? And just sit with that for a second. Really reflect and think about it. And then I want you to write out some characteristics, some friend groups and environment, things that you want to change and evolve into in a future version of yourself. Because right now in this present moment, you have the choice to start making changes to evolve and to grow if you want to in new ways. So that's your challenge. Write down a little bit about you in a past version of yourself, reflect on that, and then write down kind of what you wanna evolve and change and grow into in in this season of your life. Have fun with it. I also wanna hear your answer. So if you post a story, tag me and maybe some goals that you have for your future. I also love hearing just little quotes and things that you guys resonated with in these episodes. Those have been the highlights of my day when I see them on your stories. I love reposting you guys and just hearing what you thought about the episode. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. It seriously means the world. Whether you're on a walk right now, doing your makeup, in the car, or whatever, I hope some part of this episode resonated with you. Thank you so much for being here on another episode. I'm already so excited for next week's episode. If you're new here, I post one every single Monday, so stay tuned for that. And last little thing I want to say at the end of each episode, my husband and I run a company called Kaisa's. We have healthy hot cocoa mix right now. You can bake with it. You can mix it into smoothies. You can just make regular hot cocoa or chocolate milk. It's packed with supplements that benefit your mind and body. We have things like collagen, magnesium, chamomile, ashwagandha, maca, digestive enzymes, and so many more things packed into one scoop of that cocoa mix meant to give you a restful night of sleep, good digestion, muscle recovery, immunity, and honestly just be a creamy, delicious dessert that actually benefits your mind and your body. So I have a specific code for you guys on the podcast. It's HEALTHY25. If you want to try it out, it's 25% off and it's just for my listeners on here. So I just wanted to leave you with that. The link will be in the description. And from now until next Monday, if you want to follow along with any stories or other types of content, I have my links to Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok in the description of this podcast as well. Thanks so much for being here, you guys, and we'll chat next Monday. Bye!